The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to Talking Halos, Derek C. Paul with my co-host, my partners in crime, Jared Timms, Nate Green, and yes, he's back, John Crane. John Crane. It's been a while since I've done that. John Crane. We have ourselves, we were already having a lively discussion before this bad boy was started, so before we even get to that, before we get into the nitty-gritty, and we got a lot to talk about, let's do a quick commercial break to get our words for sponsors. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. There's our, there's our quick break. So, guys, everything hit the fan since our last podcast. Ironically, the feedback from fans of our podcast was, eh, we didn't hear a whole, I didn't see a whole lot in terms of what we had to say. I thought we'd see more. 
And then injury after injury after injury. Mike Trout goes down. Shohei Otani, blister on his finger, goes down. Anthony Rendon, he's laughing at this point, goes down. With already at Drury out, I mean, like this, we are the, the Angels roster is basically a hospital ward. So, first things first, I don't know how you pronounce it. I've been wanting that all day, Jared. How do you pronounce a hamate bone? Did I say it right? Hamate. Yeah, it's hamate. I believe that's what it is. Okay, hamate bone. He went to surgery today, a hamate bone uh, to fix it. He's expected to be out four to eight weeks, roughly puts his timeline back. Early August to early September. We'll see how he recovers. My bet is knowing him mid-August, mid-August or so. I I guess, I mean, John, I'll go to you right away because I'm in the mood for one of your rants. Uh, how do you feel about what this does for the Angels' playoff chances for the roster overall? I mean, it kind of sucked. I've seen this movie before. I've long called for us to trade Otani, as we know. If you listen to the last podcast, then we need to get rid of him. I, I'm really at this point, as you know, I, I've said this before, and I got hammered for this before, and you guys will probably hammer me this. Though it's different because I'm not able to go see Angels games as often as I used to like to. I just like going to games. And you know what? And when I have expectations, it really breaks my heart when my expectations get crashed by my trout once again being injured uh yeah just uh, that's an annual event it's the mike trout's injured out for six to eight weeks if not more and then take the last the uh, last 15 20 games of the season off because it doesn't matter anyway um this is pretty much the life of an angel fan so at this point i'm really you know i've said this before I, i'm ready to remove expectations i you guys you guys know you guys can laugh at me because you know maybe what I'm saying doesn't make any sense. But I am I am trade Otani. Let the man free. Let him go. Let it let him go to where he deserves better than the Angels. And I've never he deserves better. And let Trout go. I'm tired of Trout. Trout is okay. Trout batted point eighty three in his one playoff appearance. I understand he's only been to one playoff, but he showed up with a point eighty three. Uh, so, I mean, how often do we have, how long do we have to blame, blame the angels for Mike Trout not making the playoffs? How about we put a little fingers towards Mike and say, Mike, why aren't you getting us to the playoffs? I understand there's a lot more to it than that, but I'm just saying I'm tired of Mike Trout being pitied when, to me, he's part of the problem. Done. Written. We're about to get destroyed in our, in our comments <laughs> and reviews this week. John, it's John, just John. It's just oh John. God. Just John. And, then, and then they go to our, uh, so our Apple reviews this... and say the other guys are cool, but John just sucks. Come on the podcast, one star, one star, one star. Oh, I boy. should say my so. opinions do not reflect the cast of Talking Halos. Are their subsidiaries okay? <laughs> All right, so I, I want to point this out, John. If you go trials numbers, like from what up until. What last year? What was his war, Jared? I know you know his war for his career. Uh, so he, just, he just jumped into the top 30 for his career. He passed, uh, oh, who'd he pass? I forgot who he passed, but he passed the three Hall of Famers. Uh, he's that three, three Hall of Famers. So he's getting I mean, close to 70, uh, 75, should I say, 80. So 
I'm going to say, John, that kind of blows your argument out of the water in terms of what he's done. The guy's done his share. Other people have done their share. I would say also, too, just to kind of bite back a little bit to you, is when he came back last year off of that with his back injury, uh, he basically destroyed the baseball. So to say he took it off, I don't think that's fair to say. I do share your frustration, though, that, you know, what, since I, I would say since, what, 2019, he's been getting hurt every year. And your body, at some point, as a player, starts to break down. And I think it sucks to see a breakdown during what normally would be your peak years. Age 28 to 32 is when you're usually, you're, that's your peak time. And for 32, you're going down. I don't want to see that. Uh, but if you look at how he was swinging the, swinging the ball the bat the last week, I think he was coming out of the slump. He was back up to 263. I think it's a little hard on him. A him and injuries, like, that's a freak injury. Like anybody gets it. Jose Ramirez had it not too long ago. I mean, they just they just happened to. It's a broken bone. It's not like he's walking the first bit. Oh, my hamstring went bye bye. It's gone. No, he. I mean, that was a legit baseball play where he got hurt. I don't know if I share that criticism. I, I share that. I I understand the frustration. Nate, what about you? Yeah, I've had a couple teammates who have who have broken their handmate bone, and you know. It's it's actually odd. Most of the guys that I have been teammates with that have done it have been really hard workers. They've been in the cage all the time. They've been working hard. So I actually think it's one of those things that the more you're working, the more likely you are to to have this injury just because of the nature of what it is. Um, it's unfortunate, the timing of it. Um, there are some silver linings to it, actually, if if we want to get into that here in a minute. But yeah, it, it's unfortunate for Mike when it looked like he was starting to swing a little bit better. He was starting to come out of it. But um, there are some good things that are going to come out of this, I think. And, you know, it's it's just one of those things where, yes, it's frustrating that he's hurt, but can we really get mad at him for breaking a bone? Like, it, it's not one of those things where it's, like you said, it's not a hamstring. It's not something that he really can control. It's, you know, the guy's playing hard every day and, and something happened. So yeah, I, I understand the frustration to a degree, but to be fair, I, I had them win 82 games. So I'm not really too disappointed. I I'm just kind of like, well, you set expectations low and this way you don't get hurt. Hold on. You had him only playing 82 games. No, I ha- I had the angels only winning 82 games. So oh, okay. that, gotcha, that, gotcha. that way the expectations are low. So if they win 86 or 87, it's great. But when they win 80, 78, 82, whatever, it's like, no, I kind of had them winning that anyway. So I know it's the negative way to look at things, but I'd rather negative. I, I've watched, I've watched this way too long to, to, to play that game. But to my point, there is, and I, I got hammered on this many, a couple, whatever, years ago on this podcast, saying that I just enjoy watching baseball. Having this barely above sea level chance of always, maybe if we were to go on a roll and hit the playoffs, always hanging over you. Like, you know, but if you just know you're not going to make the playoffs, you can enjoy baseball. You can yeah. just enjoy watching my trout. There's no shame. And, that, that there's shame and, and, and see I like I said I got ripped for this I'm gonna get ripped for this again but keep in mind Darren I'm just a fan guy I, I don't do stats and stuff but Darren pulled me out of whatever to do this this is who I am I'm just an emotional <laughs> guy and it's like you know I think of like the you know, Ernie Banks is Ernie Banks a failure 
Because he never, yeah, I mean, you know, because he played uh, with the Cubs and he's not a failure. He's a, he's a player that just people endure, you know, and enjoyed like watching. But, but John, now you're just contradicting yourself by saying that after you just went on your rant say? about how Mike Trout didn't get us to the playoffs during the six years or seven or eight years, and it's all Mike Trout's fault. But now Ernie Banks get the, gets the pass for being a Hall of Famer and not getting to the playoffs <laughs> because it was okay. So now we're just but contradicting ourselves, but I had to. Ooh, so I, John. I, you're right. You're right. But I guess oh, boy. Is if we... If we didn't have my, if we didn't have my trout, we wouldn't be in this area where we kind of think we might be That's close fair. to the playoffs. John, so I, I got a question. I got a question. Yes. I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, a fan. Take it easy on me, Jared. Take it easy. A fan. A fan question. Would you uh, rather have been an Angels fan for the past ten years or a Dodgers fan for the past ten years? It's my go-to question I, when it comes down but, to it. But the World but, Series had, doesn't count. The World count. Series doesn't count. Mickey Mouse no, World I, Series. I, would you rather have seen Mike I mean, Trout play for the last 10 years and Shohei Otani play for the last 10 years, not go to the playoffs, and, you know, probably if you look at it, not know you're not going to the playoffs, or would you rather be a Dodgers fan, have the hope of going, like, you're going to go to the playoffs, have the hope of winning World Series, but never win a World Series? What would you rather be? See, I don't think I can answer this fairly, because the question you're asking me is, I specifically chose to be again i do not like the dodgers i didn't like the dodgers when they had say darby Do- what about a red Sox? would nice you rather be a red Tommy, sox fan then Tom- no i hate the red sox too <laughs> i hate the red sox so no and, and and this is the point that trent rush made that really hit with me and i said thanks when i was there i had the privilege of watching history i have the privilege of watching mike trout walk up to the plate every day make amazing plays O'Towny, yes, but but no, I, those are bad teams you're picking. And that's and that's the worst. Know. And that's 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 the thing about the way that Artie Moreno and it and Artie Moreno and John Carpino has built this team, built this organization. Now is you've built it around three superstars. You get to see history on a daily basis. See modern day Babe Ruth. You get to see Mike Trout, arguably a top five player in baseball, and Anthony Rendon. Granted, he's gotten hurt. Yeah. You'd see those three guys, but you know, you spent a lot of money and you're not going to the playoffs, right? Like, so. I, 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 I want to go, I want to point a couple of things out. John, you, you know, we're kind of picking apart a couple of your arguments, but I want to point out that a lot of people, social media, so on and so forth, a lot of fans have expressed the very same frustrations you expressed. So it's, it's not like John's like on this island. And if you write into us saying John's this, John's that, I'm going to point you to the dude probably sitting next to you in the ballpark who's your buddy who has said the same hot garbage. Sorry, John, in that respect. Um, because you just called it out. You're a fan. And fan is short for fanatics. We're fans. And when we're thinking about the emotion of it, like that's what's so great about baseball, you know, is there's the side of it where we'll sit down, we'll analyze the game. We'll talk about the numbers. We'll talk about your war, your, you know, your Woba, whatever. I mean, half of people don't know what Woba is, you know. And then there's a part of it where you, the best part of my summer is getting to the ballpark, sitting in a seat, and watching these guys play this beautiful game. And so, you know, if people want to hammer you for expressing those feelings, and, you know, they better not just just stop listening to this podcast because we're both. We have to separate from it sometimes, but we're going to be both. We're going to be fans. And we're going to be the analysts. 
But John, seriously, be honest. You did not, in the last podcast, say to trade Shohei Otani. Your exact <laughs> no, words not. were, don't trade not. Shohei Otani. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I took that. I thought that was being facetious because I but, assumed but, everybody listened to the last podcast. And, but and not everybody did. That, okay. But my point is, is that when you don't have Trout and you don't have Otani, the season is over. There is no hope. There is no hope to to make the playoffs, in my opinion. So at this point, I think, you know, like I said, when I started, the first thing I said was sure. go prospect. Go prospect. How, how many prospects can we get for those two? We already on, got guys. Okay, hold on. I got to go to Jared. Jared has been sitting there patiently, and now he's over there having a seizure. Jared, what's going on, man? You, you just answered. You just finally. You just, like, gave in to everything that Nate and I have been saying forever. You can't win. You can't win with them, like, especially if you're extending Otani. Like, I have no – I love Otani. He's great. It's great to cover him. I, I, I love watching him. I have great stories. I, I've met him before. He's a fantastic person. With that being said, with that being said, with that being said, you cannot win – with three guys making thirty plus million dollars and Artie Moreno not wanting to go above the luxury tax, it's just plain and simple as that. Like you can you can hope you're going to win, and you can say, oh, but like Artie's going to go above the luxury tax. It's not going to happen. He hasn't done it yet. He's not going to do it for Otani. I mean, he might do it for Otani, but he's not going to go above it anymore. And we're going to continue to see the same thing. So, as an Angels fan, as somebody who's watched the Angels, as as a reporter of the Angels minor leagues, whatever you want to say. You can't bring him back if you want to win. If you want to see the accolades, if you want to see, you know, Mike Trout. I mean, Mike Trout's going to be with the Angels. They're not going to trade him. If you're going to see Mike Trout probably hit close to 700 home runs. You want to see Otani pitch and hit for the next five years or whatever, however long he does that. Um, sure, go ahead and go ahead and resign, but don't, don't expect I mean, to win. I, one, I would argue the way Mike Mike's breaking down. I don't know that he gets 700, even close to 700. But that's he's different. Gonna, different five, podcast. 600, five, 600, but still. Okay, I'm gonna, I want to say this. I mean, we have to get move somewhere else. I want to point this out. Go back to the last podcast and we talked and Nate mentioned it. I elaborated on it. You can have your cake and eat it too. I think there's a, you know, you go out there, you, you move Otani and, and you bring him back with all those prospects with it. Nonetheless, within two years, you have to go to the luxury tax because those prospects are going to start demanding contracts. So it's, it's only a short-term fixing if you do that. So you guys are percent right. If you, at some point, if you want Otani, you have to. You absolutely have to go with the luxury tax. Can, can I say this? Yeah. Trade-wise for Otani, you're not getting as much as you were going to get last year. You're going to get two top three, three top three good, really good prospects like that you're hoping that the Angels are going to produce into something. Like You're probably going to get a Joe Adele type. You're probably going to get a Brandon Marsh type of guy. Or you're probably going to get like Ohapi, Neto, and then you know another piece or two. It's not what it would have been. It not, it's not the Juan Soto trade where you're getting dudes from water from the Padres. That's just not how it's going to be anymore. Um, I think it depends uh, on who you're trading to. If you're moving into a team like the Dodgers, who are 99% confident in resign them, then yeah, I think they will. Yes, I, I agree. That's the Mets, no. you get, We said, we said that, I mean, Nate has said this a thousand times. You get two months of trying to sign, uh, extend Otani. I don't think he's going to do it. I think he wants to test the open market and see how much he can get. Um, but I beg to I differ. If he if he goes to well, the Dodgers or if he goes we'll to the see. Yankees and they go win and they go to the playoffs and they win a playoff game, they win a playoff round, and yeah, maybe they they miss out on winning the World Series. But Otani knows it. 
those 10 days after the World Series, Otani's going to sit and talk to the Yankees, Dodgers, whoever it is, for those 10 days, seven days, excuse me, and probably hammer out a deal because he's going to be comfortable there. He's going to love it there. He's going to be like, hey, we won. We're going to do this again, whatever. So I do think that if, if you trade him and you make a run in the playoffs, you're probably getting to keep him. I, and I don't don't rule out the Giants as kind of like this dark horse either. By the way, if don't he gets the, the free agency, left. if he gets the free agency, I mean, even if they, I mean, the, the Giants do have some guys to move that that they do. Angels want, so I mean, he could want going there, and people aren't talking about that. But the Giants have some money available as well. Don't I mean we've been we've been focused on the Mets, who I think probably wouldn't do it now based on where they've been this year. We've been focused on the Dodgers. We've been focused on the Yankees because the Yankees are always involved. But the reality is, watch the Giants. Watch the Giants. If anything, the Giants are going to do what they can to keep them with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Point that out. See, like emotionally, I look at Otani, and I don't think Otani wants to develop three. The guy, when I, his first spring training, I was at his first spring training. The guy was like hiding his head, running out over the thing. I know he's not that person anymore, but you saying he's going to go to another team? And then he's going to go to another team. I don't. I don't see that in his personality. Again, call me naive. But, but that may, that that helps in that way. If you're making that argument, that it helps build up Nate's argument that he'll probably go to one team, the Dodgers or the you know Giants, the, Yankees, the Yankees, and the stay Warriors. there because it's one move. And I I I yeah. I I also think I I love. I still can go back to it. Nate mentioned it before. I followed up with it. The idea that he make they make a good trade, they bring in pieces for the future, and so he's like, okay, I like the uh, good direction now, and comes back. But will he come back knowing that Ari won't go with a luxury cap? Fine. So he's going to have to have that wow. commitment from Ari. But I think it's possible. I, but you think it's really that important to him to be the top paid player of all time? You really? Think no, I don't. I think he wants to win. That is that important. I don't think I, I, I th- agree. I don't think that's that important. Go ahead. I think the money is important to him. I, I really do. You and do. yeah, think, because if it wasn't important, if it wasn't but... important, you would not see him on every billboard everywhere. Like I know he seems like a very humble guy, but he and he is. He is. But you see him on every billboard, he's doing all these different things. Like he cares about money. Then why did he I think the money's important to him? I think he, he wants to win more. I, I more, think he, he is, I think okay, he well, wanted to prove that he could play here at the time. Now that he's proved that he can play here, now it's all about the money well, and everything else. I, th- I would say that this. John, let's say it this way. He went to arbitration this summer. He got $33 million. 30. When they, 30 okay, that's a, that's a huge raise. A deserved raise. But if he really didn't care mm-hmm. about the money, you know, he didn't take that much. You know, and plus, there's another thing too. You're in the union, and the union is always going to push you to make your maximum dollar because that affects everybody else's salary. If he takes the cut and goes below market, that pushes everybody else's market down. If the best player in baseball takes a cut, so he's in, even if he wanted to take less, the odds of being able to take less is they aren't there. We got, we're, geez, we're, we're on this topic. We didn't want to be there the whole time. Silver linings, silver linings, Jared. What are the silver linings of this injury? Uh, you get to see Joe Adele play, um, and you hopefully you get to see him play on a daily basis, which is pretty cool. Um, I know we're doing this podcast mid uh, mid game right now, and I saw he had an RBI double, so it'll be exciting to see Joe Adele play um, and hopefully get consistent at bats. 
because uh, it's a chance he hasn't gotten yet um, in an Angels uniform at all. You know, he's done it in the, in the minors, but we'll see what he can do now. That's a that's a big silver lining for me. Nate. Yeah, to go along with that, you're you're probably going to see some moves made here um, to end July because it, the way they've played recently without these guys and with these guys, um, they're probably not going to be in this thing come kind of end end of July. So you're probably going to move Otani. You're probably going to move Renfro. Probably going to move Matt Moore. You're going to move all these guys, which is going to give the Angels some opportunities to see guys like Trey Cabbage, to see guys like. Um, Chase Silseth pitch as a starter and just let him pitch. You're going to get to see um, Joe Adele get every day at bats. Mickey Moniak should get more more ABs. Like you're going to get to see that. So I think that's really nice. And I think the one thing that I'm most excited about with the silver linings is you are not going to look at the all or at the trade deadline and be like, okay, do we sell or do we buy? And then they just kind of sit in no man's land. They do nothing and hope that it works out for them. So that is one really good thing that I think that you'll see out of this is the Angels will have a direction. They will they will go that way and it will be full head full head um away. So I'm excited about so you th- that. just a follow up, you think they're gonna go ahead and trade him then? I, I do. I th- I think that once you get to August like the end of July, right before the trade deadline, the Angels are gonna be about eight games out of it of the wild card. They're gonna have to jump five teams to get into the wild card. They're gonna look at it and be like, you know what, we're not there. Uh, Otani, you're gone. Renfro, you're gone. Matt Moore, you're gone. Um, Davinsky, if somebody wants him. Loop, if somebody wants him. You just Eduardo uh, yeah. Escobar, if somebody wants him. Moustakis, if somebody wants him. You just start going down the list, and it's like, hey, if somebody's willing to pay, way overpay for Carlos Estevez, maybe we even move him. So I, I think there's a bunch of guys that that probably get moved, and you go into full sell mode, and you try and regroup for the off season. John. I agree with both everything they said. Looking at like as far as Joe Adele goes, I think people have been so hard. The guy is what twenty four years old. Did he just turn? He just turned twenty four years old, and I mean, people have just been so quick to write him off when he doesn't. You know, he doesn't perform. He comes up and comes down. So yeah, I would like to see Joe again. I I was ready to start with all new prospects. Um, And the second part is yeah, is that now we we know okay, it's done. We, we, we can trade. We can trade and trade feeling good about trading because we're not thinking we're giving up because, yeah. I mean, there's really no hope. I mean, sorry. Well, I think there's, I think there's hope. I think the odds are against them. And I, I just want to say this. I'm going to close this up. I think, well, Nate and John, I think really hitting with you. The going through social media in the last couple of days, this has happened. I'm seeing more and more people, just average fans saying, it would be negligent of the Angels to not trade Otani at this point. So more and more people are coming around and realizing, given the injuries, it's different. If this team is healthy, it's a different story. They've shown they can compete. They're not. And, you know, so the silver line for me is, you guys are touching on it, I'm going to go ahead and articulate it, is that basically they have an out now. They can tell the fans, listen, half our roster's hurt. We got we got to look to the future. We're trying to win and then go. And no one's gonna no one's gonna get mad. They might be hurt. They're watching the base, the best player in our generation leave. Okay. And that's what he is. Latani me is the best player I've I've seen since young Ken Griffey. And Ken Griffey didn't pitch. So, you know, but you have to make that move. And 
the other side of it is Nate mentioned, I want to see Adele play. I want to see Silseth play. I want to see Moniac play. I want to see what Taylor Ward can do. Can he get back to where he was last year? Because you got to start making contract decisions in the next year. Who's going to be a member of the 2024 Angels? And you want to build for the future and win? You want to see what these guys can do. Because if by chance they can keep them somewhat in it, then that'll be a feather in their cap. And guys, you're going to want to invest in. You're going to find out real quick. Who are the guys you want on the 2024 and beyond angels? And we kind of need to know that. That's a win. And to me, it's it's a lose for losing trial. It's also a win if you take that silver lining and run with it. So there you go. There you go. Any closing thoughts at all? Yeah, I think uh, I think if you trade Otani, your next move is to get rid of Perry Manassian as an excuse. As an excuse, okay. right? Think about it. Think, uh, just saying. If, if you're trading <laughs> Otani, you had, you had how many years to try to build a winner and you had to trade Otani? You know, yes, you, you build up the farm system a little bit, but Perry's your excuse. You know, you, you kind of kind of push him out the door or, or Phil Nevin. As weird as that sounds, like one of those guys. You want to fire Perry? Go. You, one of those guys probably got to go, right? Like you had how long you had the, what team that you could have put together and you couldn't put a winning team around two of the best players in baseball. Yes, you got hurt, but you couldn't put a winning team around Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Jr. That's pitching, right? I mean, you, you couldn't you couldn't do it. So you you need a scapegoat, right? If you're already and I think as weird as it sounds, like if you're trading Otani, one of those, if not both those guys got to go with it. Fair to say. Yeah. That's good. That's a future podcast. Not yeah, it's fair to say, Jared. It's he he had his chances to to get us to where he said he was going to. He hasn't quite done it. I'm going to stick with my same point that I've been making. I don't know why Tucker Davidson's still on this roster. This guy needs to be gone. <laughs> it's going to be my it's going to be my point until he's gone. So I'm going to stick with my uh, topic of Tucker Davidson. Your and, time I, is gone. and I like Perry. I like what he's done in the farm system. I think he's developed for the first time in the Angels yes. organization yes. for a while. But you need a scapegoat, unfortunately. And I don't want it to be Perry because I like what he's done. But you need a scapegoat. As weird as that sounds. If you're trading Babe Ruth, if you're trading Ken Griffey, you got you to blame it on somebody, right? I mean, in that mm-hmm. case, it might be. It might, there's, there are a lot of people who blame Nevin. And it would be easy if they wanted to scapegoat Nevin. All right, John, 30 seconds. We got to go. 30 seconds. Go. Well, last time I got in trouble on this podcast a long time ago, as I said, because people would say, "Well, I ain't gonna give the Angels another dollar if I don't go if they don't do something." Well, I'm a fan, so whatever I said today, I'm still a fan. If I was in SoCal, I'd be showing up to games as often as I could. I love going, love going to Angels games, love the Angels. Uh, frustrating, but I'm always there. I'm always there with them, and no matter I mean, except you know, when you're wearing your them. Braves hat or your Mets hat or your well, that's why I'm at a Braves game. Or I'm at a Braves game. <laughs> hey, when it was Braves, I'll be in a Braves Angels game and you will see me, we, me wearing my Angels jersey. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, you better send pictures for that one. Oh, I, I will. feel betrayed. Well, All right, we got to go. We'll, we'll, we'll pick up our teasing of John next time out. Guys, follow Talking Angels on Twitter. Follow our podcast, both audio and visual. We're back audio. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but we're back in business. And hopefully no more no one gets hurt tonight. Hopefully nobody gets hurt. Let's just, you know, pray for that. We're out of here. Have a great one. Mm-hmm.